Hello and welcome to the inaugural episode of the Left or Right Sports Podcast. Today I'll be joined by Martin, Max, and Zane. And we have a pretty busy episode to talk to. Hush. We have a pretty busy episode today, so we're just going to hop right into this. So, right now with the NFL playoff picture, you have, right now, no team has secured the number one spot in the playoffs. Kansas City, they did win today, which helps them. So now, if since Tennessee won, if the Titans lose, they can lock up the one seed. And then, for the Packers, if the Packers win, they get the one seed. And what other scenarios we have? You have the most interesting scenario, in my opinion, is if the Titans lose to the Texans, which that's not probably going to happen, but they do, then the Colts and the uh, no, who was it? The Chargers and the Raiders. Okay, <clears throat> they'll play each other. They'll play each other, and if they tie, they both make the playoffs. So, I'll start with you, Zane. What would be your thoughts on the Raiders and Chargers intentionally tying if the Titans lose to the Texans? Well, first off, um, I think that would be great. I think they should, like, make a truce so that, like, they just quit the game. Like, no game is played at all. So, that like, they have to force a tie. Or they just play it naturally, and then, like, all of a sudden, they just kick field goals the entire time. That would also be fun. Yeah. Uh, but I, I'm a Raiders fan and a Rams fan. So, like, personally, I want to see the Raiders beat the Chargers. That's just me. But, like, a tie would also be really interesting. So I'd, I'd rather see that happen. Okay. And then also another playoff scenario that you could have that I think would be kind of fun is, um, what's it called? The... Ravens being able to sneak back into the playoffs because I want to see Lamar Jackson in the playoffs. I love Lamar Jackson, but that there, would take th- that'd be a miracle. It, it, it takes a lot, yeah, but there's I don't know. Lamar Jackson and, and the Ravens have completely toppled this year. They have. They, have, they started off. Pretty I don't well. think they're gonna they make it. They started off pretty well and then they fell off all of a sudden halfway through the year, which I I didn't understand that well. Yeah. Well, I think it kind of just came down to, like... I mean, first off, you had the whole situation with Lamar getting hurt. And you had that whole thing. And I don't know. I mean, their defense also played awful almost all season. Their defense looked like they didn't know what they were doing. Yeah. Like, almost every single guy, J.K. Dobbins. And, like, if they threw UT entire offseason, just getting a ton of running backs from the from the freaking free agent portal because every single one's gotten injured like yep. what happened to the ravens is like so devastating and i feel bad for yeah. the fans of the ravens exactly i mean i'm a Bengals fan so i personally enjoy watching this <laughs> i couldn't be me as as we clinch the division and hopefully we should get i can't believe the Bengals did that because believe it or not i i want to say something so like at the beginning of the season before the season even started i placed a bet on every single division and who I thought I would win. So first off, I would like to say I bet that the Rams would outright win the Super Bowl. <laughs> right now, it's, I mean, it's looking okay for the Rams. Their shots yeah. are, it's, it's, they're iffy, especially with like, I don't know, there's a lot of problems with the Rams. But, but with that said, I bet on the, the Bills 
Giants winning the AFC East. Okay. Well, I wouldn't say cha-ching yet. Uh, I would like to see a Patriots loss. I think I'd like that. Um, yeah. I bet on the Ravens to win the AFC North. Uh, <laughs> that that did not end well for you. Not so well. Um, I bet on the Titans to win the AFC South. Cha-ching. Um, I bet on the Chiefs to win the AFC West. Cha-ching. Um, this was a weird one. I bet on the Giants to win the NFC East. Why? I thought the Cowboys were going to suck. I thought the Eagles were going to suck. And I thought the Washington Redskins were going to suck. But, um, yeah. I guess, well, see, I, I guess I not. The Giants well, disappointed me. I think the main thing it's is, main like, moment. looking at this playoff picture, right now, I mean, the most exciting game next week is probably going to be Oakland-LA. Or not Las Vegas yeah. versus LA. Yeah. No, yeah. I mean, really, I mean, every other game, it's like... The Rams versus Niners, I think, is also going to be a good game. That could be because, a fun like, one. The NFC, the NFC West still isn't decided yet at this point, and we will see what yeah. happens tomorrow. I mean, that... Because the Cardinals, they still have a shot at clinching the playoffs. I mean, not clinching the playoffs. I meant clinching the division. Yeah. The Seahawks aren't that good. They have mm-hmm. a chance, but I really hope that Russell Wilson pulls through just so that I win my bet because I bet on the Rams to win the yeah. NFC West. We'll see. And I also I, I, just want to finish this. I want to finish this. I bet on the Bucks to win the NFC South and then the Packers to win the NFC North. Yeah. Well, I think, I mean. I personally, I personally am a Chargers fan. So tomorrow's okay. game, I will be watching with great anticipation. Um, I I would, you know, the tie scenario would be very cool because I don't hate the Raiders. I don't hate them. Yeah. Um, we are kind of uh, rivals in a way, but um, I don't hate the Raiders. So a tie scenario, I wouldn't be upset at it, but I would really like to win. Mm-hmm. Uh, winning just feels so much better. But um, I feel confident that the, that the Chargers will come through tomorrow. Yeah. Well, and also, I don't know. I hope the Raiders come through just because I'm a Raiders fan. Yeah. But who knows? We'll and see also, what happens. I mean, right now, sitting at the three seed, you have the Tampa Bay Buccaneers sitting at the three seed. And if you are unaware, a certain um, Tampa Bay player decided to take <laughs> off his pads in the middle of a football <laughs> game and walk off the field. How does yeah. that? How will that affect the Buccaneers' playoff success? It, it doesn't matter anything, and like, it, you saw Mike Evans and Chris Godwin like be chilling. Okay, so you don't think uh, losing AB the, is the that big? The weird thing about Antonio Brown is like he actually had a good point about why he ran off the field. Like, I was injured and I wanted to save up for the playoffs, but coach wanted me to play. He had a good point there, but then he just decided to go after Tom Brady. Like, yeah, exactly. He goes after the one guy who's like he's the reason he's playing football is Tom Brady. Exactly. <laughs> Without like, Tom Brady, yeah. Like, that's like that's when I'm like, dude, you have no point. Like, exactly. He had a good point, and he just absolutely ruined it. He I agree. He destroyed any chance he got when he said that. Like, yeah. I hate Tom Brady. Like, that doesn't even make any sense. Yep. But now, the question is, do you think a team will pick up Antonio Brown in hopes <laughs> no, to help him? No. You don't think actually, a team will pick him up? Uh, actually, one guy said that the Lakers would pick him up. Oh, Antonio Brown playing basketball now, apparently. I mean, low-key, though, if Baltimore, by a miracle, makes the playoffs, and they sign Antonio Brown, tell me that would not be fun. Okay, um, Antonio Brown, like, he's, been given, he's been given so many chances, and yeah. he screws up every single time. Mm-hmm. I'm not surprised. Every single time, every single time yeah. he screws up every single time. 
Do I think another team will pick him up? Absolutely. Yeah. Another, they haven't learned their lesson, and he'll do. Mm. He'll make another mistake, and and it'll the cycle will just happen all over again. Okay. He, a team won't be dumb enough to pick him up. He'll do a little shot in the head, you know, temper tantrum, yeah. and then the whole cycle will be. So before we move on to the next topic, do you guys have any big NFL playoff hot takes? Here's my NFL playoff hot take. Here's my this one's actually might be a little bit controversial. I'm not gonna lie, but I think that the Patriots are gonna absolutely blow. Like they're gonna choke in the playoffs, like big time. I don't think Jones is gonna be able to live up to the that he's received i mean like he's doing great i respect mac jones a lot but i just don't think he's going to be able to bring that energy into the playoffs he's so young and i yeah. just don't think he can do it well i think the thing about he mac didn't do it he didn't do it with alabama why would he do yes he did he won a national championship and was like the best quarterback in the no, he didn't yes he did i don't think so yes did he? he did yeah last season no last yeah, they beat they beat thought, Ohio State fifty two to twenty four. Dude, I'm like I'm like stuck in twenty twenty where like LSU won. Yeah, Alabama in the national championship. Mac Jones went thirty six for forty five, four hundred sixty four yards and five touchdowns. I think I think he's ready for the NFL playoffs. But yeah, I don't know. I think my hot take is that I think the Saints will make it to the playoffs with the seven seed. I think they'll make the playoffs with the seven seed and end up winning a game. Wait, the seven seed? Yep, they'll take the final seed. Whatever the final seed oh, is, oh. I think they'll take the final seed, and I think they'll do something with it. How I, do you think? So what? You say that they're gonna beat the Falcons and that the Rams beat the Niners? Yes, that's what I think. What happens if that happens? What happens if the Falcons lose to the Saints and then the Forty Niners? Uh, wait, no. What happens if the, yes, so Saints beat the Falcons and then the Niners lose to the Rams, what happens? Saints make the playoffs. Saints have the tiebreak, I'm pretty sure. I think they do. I think Saints have the tiebreak over the Niners, so they would get in. Okay, well, I mean, it is likely, Yeah. we'll see what happens. Falcons are not that bad. That's true. But I believe in Jameis Winston football. Jameis Winston's the GOAT, (laughs) even though he's not even starting. Wait, who's starting? Is it, isn't it like Taysom? No, it's Taysom Hill. Well, it, Ian Book started one game. Dude sucked, but they won Taysom Hill. Got COVID, right? Yep. Ian Book, he went um, what what is it? Twelve for twenty for one hundred thirty-five yards and two interceptions. Yeah, I don't know. I I Ian Book, he was great at Notre Dame. I mean, I wouldn't say he was great at Notre Dame. He was okay at Notre Dame. Yeah. There's a reason why he was drafted so low. Um, because my mom went to Notre Dame, so, like, we always watched Notre Dame football growing up, and, like, I know a lot about Ian Book just because I watch Notre Dame a lot, Yeah. and, like, I didn't really like him that much. Like, I like, I don't even know what his name is. I like Notre Dame's quarterback that they have right now more than Ian Book, but I forget his name, so that's a little bit awkward. Yeah, I can see what you're talking about. Okay, next... Next topic, we have the MLB, the Player Association, and the owners are still yet to come to any conclusion about this lockout. Apparently, they met, but nothing got done during that time. 
do you guys think we'll have a baseball season? No. Um, There's no shot. Do you think there's no shot? Because Robert Manfred is such a stuck-up bitch that he doesn't want to, like, compromise with anything. Like, I, I don't understand. Well, and see, also, I feel like... No, no, go ahead. Did you see where um, Ken Rosenthal got kicked off of MLB Network because he was because cri- he criticized that. yeah, that's exactly, Manfred? That's exactly why I say that. I, I cannot exactly stand Rob Manfred. Okay. Because he's, he's literally a whiny little bitch. Exactly. So Rob Manfred... Manfred is one of the worst... Oh. It's one of the worst... Oh, easily. Well, the issue with Rob Manfred is, so he takes over in what's considered America's game. He comes in, he does nothing to help baseball, because baseball has an issue with popularity. It's losing popularity. It's, people are saying it's too slow and all this stuff, and he does nothing to fix it. He's just... Well, he does do things, but, like, they're dumb things. Exactly. Like, you can only, like, take out a pitcher for certain things. Like, no. It's just, whatever, whatever changes, he's yeah. done. It's not good changes. And then, like, the one guy... Like, you know, like, his sexual assault allegations might be, like, we don't know yet, but the one guy who, like, criticized him a lot, Trevor Bauer, all of a sudden, like, other yeah. guys who have sexual assault allegations can still, still keep playing, but he yep. can't. Yeah. I wonder why he can't, because yeah. he is the biggest critic, Trevor Bauer, in case I didn't say his name, yeah. Trevor Bauer is literally the biggest critic of Robert Manfred, and yeah. then all of a sudden he gets a sexual assault case, and... You know, I believe it is until proven guilty. So we'll see what happens with that. I mean, there's still time. He can constantly deny it. Yeah. Well, my my whole thing about Manfred is it's like, so during, I don't know if you guys have heard about this, but after the All-Star break, they're running out of baseballs. So they had, essentially, they had a baseball that was more hitter-friendly and a a baseball that was more hitter-friendly, or pitcher-friendly. And they yeah, mixed them together and did not tell anybody. So all of a sudden, you had this, like, you had two baseballs being thrown around. Nobody knows about it except, like, him and a few other dudes. How is that fair to the players? It's that you, you just changed like, the baseball. The they just kept Thank you. Because baseball had the best, had, like, so much popularity because... Yep. Every single hitter was crushing baseball, yeah. and it was so much fun. No, to you had the. They need to use hitter-friendly balls because if you yeah. go back to the days of Sammy Sosa, and Mark McGuire. Well, they were using. Keeping their eyes on Mark McGuire. I mean, those yeah, that's because they had this guy, thing called um THC. Exactly. Also, PEDs back then were legal. So what they were doing was completely fine. On, on off topic, but they should both be in the Hall of Fame. Um, no, not Mark McGuire. I don't think Mark McGuire and Sammy Sosa should be. Barry Bond should be, though. 100% Barry, but not Sosa. They should both be in the Hall of Fame. No. I disagree. I don't think their stats back that up. But that's for a different time. But yeah, I mean, I don't know. This whole just. The whole baseball thing, it's like. It just makes me just so mad. Because it's like, baseball should be just such an easy sport, but Manfred has to just ruin everything. <laughs> It's like, it's so sad, too. Yeah. Like, because baseball's my favorite sport. I grew up watching baseball. Exactly. I'm a, I'm a diehard, I'm a diehard Dodgers, Dodgers fan, whether you like it or not. But, like, we're not going to have a season this year. There's yeah. not going to be a season. And, like, I just want to see what ha- comes out of this. Like, will mm-hmm. the teams just decide to, like, bring these minor league players up 
yeah. and they play a season? Well, see, the, that is possible. But the, it happened in the past. But the issue is, it's like, let's say you do that. You bring up a minor league guy. He gets, then he loses access to be part of the MLB Player Association. What player would want to lose access to the Player Association just to play a super... I mean, if you play in the MLB, I would be willing to do that. Yeah, but then, let's say you're not part of the Player Association. You basically lose all rights to your union. That That is also true. You know, my, what, what, what I just view, like, a lot from, like, Reddit and stuff, like, these old guys, these are, like, people who experienced the lockouts in the 90s, if yeah. you guys remember that. Um, they're like, ever since the players gained, um, a lot more control, uh, they've been a lot more greedy. I don't know whether to believe that or not. Yeah. I think the MLB should just compromise because without the players, there's no exactly. game. Exactly. Well, and also, there's no game. You have to make a deal with the players, yep. whether they're greedy or not. You know, you can make a compromise, but while Manfred isn't even willing to make a compromise, he's just sitting there yep. like a... Mm -hmm. Well, the, the, players, thing? the players, the players in the association are not one hundred percent innocent. They are, they are guilty of, of probably wanting too much, but also Manfred's like just inability to compromise and admit that he's wrong and just do the right thing is just plain wrong. And he should, he, I don't even know what they're doing at this point. Yeah. It's been like how many, how much month has it been? It's, it's been, been I think two, three and months. They, how many, they've talked like one time. Yeah. That's, it's that's too. It, it's horrible. Well, it did you? Horrible. Did you guys hear about where? So their final meeting before the lockout, it lasted seven minutes. <laughs> they, I did not hear. About it lasted seven. The final meeting before the lockout started lasted seven minutes. That's awful. That needs to be fixed. Yeah, I. I hate Robert Manfred. He. Like, you know, ever since I watched the Trevor Bauer vlog, like, during the 2020 season, it was like, I love Trevor he, would he would protest the Joe Kelly thing, and then, like, oh, you can't wear those cleats or else you will get ejected from a game. Like, what? Yeah. Why can't you do that? Like, you know what? I would like to see what would happen if, like, a player wore, like, Black Lives Matter cleats out there and see what happens. Then, yeah. you know, there's no difference. He's protesting a decision that was made. And he got like blocked out from doing it. So yeah. personally, I hate Robert Manfred, and I hope that like one day in the near future there will be a new, a new, new commissioner because most of these commissioners in the sports league suck. I I like most of them do. The NBA commissioner is phenomenal. Adam Silver, he's good. I like I like Adam. I, that's why I said most of them. Yeah. The N yeah, I mean the NFL commissioner, he sucks. <laughs> Roger, you know, Roger Goodell. as to who's the worst commissioner, Roger Goodell or Rob Manfred. I, I think I, Manfred. I, I don't know. They oh. both suck. Yeah. yeah. I, I mean, see, the issue with Manfred, it's like he's like the fact that you kick a dude off TV because he makes fun of you. Who does that? He does. Exactly. Nobody else would do that. Like. Uh, he, 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 at this point, I think he's, like, trying to conceal his legacy, which there isn't really a legacy for him. Yeah. <laughs> he should just retire. Nobody likes him. Exactly. He, he has to, like, the fans don't like him. The the players don't like him. And without mm -hmm. the fans and without the players, there is no game. Yeah. None at all. Okay. So. 
So next up, you have the biggest game of the college football season, a rematch, Alabama Crimson Tide versus the Georgia Bulldogs in Indianapolis. Do you guys think Georgia can finally beat Bama? No. Here's the thing. I'm like, I'm like very disappointed because I hate seeing Alabama make the national championship. I was hoping Cincinnati would win, even though I didn't believe it at all. I just, I hate Alabama. Yeah. So I'm going to say Georgia's going to win, and I like Georgia a lot. I think they they want revenge after losing the SEC championship. They want that revenge. They wanted that number one seed. They're going to come out. Stetson Barnett, ooh, watch out, bro. He's going to come. He's going to kill the entire game. <laughs> okay. What about um, Max? What do you think? Uh, nah, actually, I think Alabama's going to win. Oh, okay. Martin? If you look at history, all directions point towards Alabama. Yep, I agree. Every yeah. single one of them points towards Alabama. And I do not think George is going to be able to pull it out. Absolutely not. Okay. Yeah, I mean, my takeaway from it is the fact that you have the greatest coach in college football history. Nick Saban, without a doubt, is the greatest to ever do it. And you have Kirby Smart, who he coached under Saban for a bit. And only one assistant coach has ever beat Saban, and that was Jimbo Fisher this season. Jimbo Fisher. Yep. Jimbo Fisher. Oh, man, that was a good game. That was, that was a fun game to watch. But I think, I mean, at the end of the day, can a coach truly, it's like Belichick in the NFL, can these coaches truly outcoach Nick Saban? I don't think they can. Give me Alabama by two touchdowns. Two touchdowns, nah. All I'm saying... I, I, am fully, I am fully confident in Kirby Smart and Stetson Bennett. I am fully confident in them. Like, I literally have no doubt Georgia's going to win this. No doubt? No doubt. All I'm saying is this Georgia minus three is maybe the stupidest line I've ever seen in a sporting event. <laughs> yeah, no, I don't know why they favored Georgia because... If it were me, I would want to take the, like, I don't know why they didn't favor Alabama, but, like, I wish they did so, like, we could actually make money once they win. Yeah. But... Okay. Next no, up, right. we have the NBA Rookie of the Year. Who do you think it will be and why? Scotty Barnes. That's an interesting. Why are you going with Scotty? No. It's crazy. Uh, yeah, people would say like Cade Cunningham, Jalen Green. Jalen Green is actually really good personally. He is good. Yeah. But um, honestly, hold on. Like, okay, he's in Toronto, and I feel like the teammates are playing him off a lot. But you know, like especially who's their new point? I have not been keeping up with Toronto. Now. Who's their point guard? Um, Toronto. Isn't it Fred Van Vliet? Yeah, Fred Van Vliet. Oh, who's their shooting guard? Um, um, Gary Trent. Yeah. I don't know. Now, yes, he is averaging like 15 points, which is not really good. Well, it's good, but it's not like amazing. His field goal is pretty good. 48, that's not bad. Yeah. His rebounds are really good. Eight rebounds per game. And he has 3.5 assists. Okay. So. Well, in my opinion, 
I'm going with Orlando Magic, number eight overall pick, Franz Wagner for my rookie of the year. I've been playing with Franz Wagner card in 2K. You just got a diamond, and that card is glitchy. I mean, he's averaging 15, 16, a game, 16, 5, and 3 a game. Last week, he averaged 24 points a game, 5 rebounds, and 2 assists. I mean, the dude's just a consistent bucket out there. I mean, he, I don't know, just the way that he can play, he's good size. He's, I think he's 6, 8, maybe? Wait, what's his name again? Franz Wagner. He's, uh, yeah, he's 6'10". He can handle the ball. He can, he's basically Ben Simmons if Ben Simmons was good at basketball. Let's put it that way. <laughs> he's what Ben Simmons should have been. I mean, he's and shooting. Here's my guy. I like my guy a lot. I'm going to be Who? honest with you guys. His name is Josh Giddy. Ooh, I do like Giddy. I love Josh, Josh Giddy. Yep. What do you mean, Breeze Breeze? Don't tell me, Breeze. <laughs> I love Josh Giddy. I agree. I love his TikTok. He's, like, I'm going to be honest, I haven't paid much to the NBA this year that much. Like, I, like I, I'm looking at these Rookie of the Year candidates. I think I only know, like, three of them, four of them. I know Evan Mobley, Scotty Barnes, Cade oh, Cunningham, and Josh Giddy. That's pretty much okay. all I know. Yeah. But, like, I know that Josh Giddy is good at the game. And mm -hmm. I've seen him play. He's, like, one of the youngest guys to get a triple-double ever. Like, this yeah. kid is good. He is the youngest. He's of Oklahoma City. And I think he will win Rookie of the Year. Well, I disagree on that. I mean, Shea is the future of OKC, not Josh Giddy. But besides that, I agree with you. Shea I and Josh Giddy <laughs> killing, kicking ass together yeah. in the future. Well, I think the issue is with Josh Giddy's, he could be like one of those one-hit wonders. I don't know. I don't, I, don't think, I don't see him being a consistent starter throughout his career. I see him as kind of fading off after his rookie season. Kind of like um, Harris. No, not Harrison Barnes. What was the dude's name in Dallas? He had a phenomenal rookie season. He could dunk really good. Oh, um, Chris Tops? No, not Chris Tops. He was a guard. Chris Tops is a one-and-done, though. Uh, Trey Berkey. Yeah, he kind of was one and done. He's not that good anymore. I was excited when him and Luca got teamed up, but now he's just kind of. <laughs> they need they need a better person to help Luca out. They do. Luca, I mean, yeah, Kristaps, he's good. He just can't play defense. He's mid though. Yeah. But for Dallas, I mean, Dallas. Looking at their roster, you have Luca, and who else do you really have besides Luca? Josh Green's not awful. Isaiah Thomas. True, you do have IT. <laughs> Who doesn't love IT? He's, he's old, but I love like, IT a lot, I miss bro. him, bro. I miss him, bro. I think everybody loves IT. IT. Speaking... But, but like... Keep going. Oh, okay. Yeah, I, back to, like, Scotty Barnes. I looked up, like, most of the people, like, uh, you said Wagner, Jalen Green, yeah. uh, Cade Cunningham. He beats them in every stat line except for points, and points is not that much. He's averaging like 14.5 everyone yeah. else is averaging 15.9 that's only like a point and a half difference yeah i get what so, you mean but i like that why like how the, how the how the sports book has evan mobley as the current favorite with a 36.78 percent chance of winning edge and then scotty barnes is behind him with 22.07 hold on what are the i haven't actually looked at the nba rookie of the year odds let's check these out right quick this is via DraftKings, by the way. Dude, Franz Wagner. Can I say my pick? Can I say my pick? Yeah, say your pick. Oh, yeah, 100%. Right. 
Call me generic. Call me your average Joe. Cade Cunningham. I did, I did not think outside of the box much when I thought about this. Because um, I'm I'm going with I'm going with Jalen Green. Okay. Basic. Basic. Uh, it is basic, and I don't care. Sometimes the the obvious option is the right option. I mean, yeah. but it's not that. It's not that obvious. Like I okay, that's the thing though. Sometimes when people are like, "Oh, Jalen," like, uh, no offense to you, okay, no offense to you. I'm talking like everyone in general. People who say like Jalen Green and Cade Cunningham, I don't feel like they know too much. I feel like they're just looking <laughs> Dang. at like who got. I feel like they're just looking at like, "Oh, this guy was like the first pick or the second pick. He's obviously winning." You know? Yeah. Like, I feel like it's much deeper. You know? mm, I get what you mean. I think some people do that because I mean, people. It's kind of hard to follow the NBA season and all the rookies. I just feel like that's kind of a hard thing to do usually. I haven't, paid, and it's also hard when like I haven't paid attention to the NBA yeah. at all this year. I can. Well, well Jamie, Jamie knows Scotty Barnes because when we play two K, you should see us when we play two K. Though I like scream about Scotty Barnes. <laughs> he loves Scotty Barnes. So sticky. I, I love Scotty. So sticking with the NBA, you we got the first fan vote returns from the NBA All Star, and yep. to say that these are bad is an understatement. <laughs> very understatement. First I'm off, very disappointed why Alex Caruso is not on there. That's my only. <laughs> you just want Alex Caruso? Dude, like here's the thing. Alex Caruso is a fan favorite. If Alex yeah. Caruso and Bull Bull were to be in the all-star game mm -hmm. viewership would go up i guarantee it well see my issue is i'm looking yeah, at like this you have like you have the same dude you always have you have lebron katie and steph and Giannis. Yeah. the same dudes as every other season really the only like guy that we haven't seen like that's not like a big big name is like demar DeRozan, and he's still one of the most popular players it's just kind of uh, He's just more under I like seeing on there is Darius Garland, though. Yeah, I, I do like Garland. Like, even though he's not, like, up there, but I think it's yeah. very interesting to see someone like Darius Garland, mm. who, like, is brand new to the spectrum, if we're into the NBA, if we're being honest. Like, yeah. he hasn't been in this um, rate of starhood in, like, a little bit. Yep. But, I mean, he's, he's pretty – he's – I hope he gets up there. He's actually a, not that bad of a player. And also, Carmelo Anthony on there, like, what? Why? Yeah. Like, well, I don't the, know why see, here's the thing that makes me he's mad. A, he's a good sixth man. I like Jared Allen on there, too, though, yeah. for the Eastern So Conference. you have, in the num number one seed in the Western Conference are the Phoenix Suns. And yeah, you have And you have Devin Booker averaging, like, 23 a game. He's killing it. He's below Clay Thompson. And Clay Thompson no. hasn't even done that. that, like, that this is my issue with fan voting. <laughs> oh, did you but guys? Thankfully, oh, fan voting doesn't that. determine the entire. I agree. You know why they did that? That's, that's a good thing. You know why they, they did that? Why? They did that because one season, Zaza Petrulia was the number one yeah. voted or center for the All Star Game, so they decided to yeah, get rid of fan voting. Like, country voted for him yeah because that was they in the golden state dynasty where everybody loved golden state yeah, yeah. although you know, aldridge and kind of standing out you know mm -hmm. like but also andrew wiggins i feel like he has a little too much wait what the marcus aldridge is playing i thought he retired no he's in brooklyn yeah 
Well, see. Andrew Wiggins, Wait, I swear he retired. No, like, I think he might have, no. then he came back. No, but He's Andrew Wiggins now. has been killing it, actually. Wiggins has turned He's his career good, around. But, like, number four, like... I agree he shouldn't be that high, but he's averaging I mean, he's averaging 20 points and 5 rebounds a game. He's having a good season. That's good, but like, that's good. Right, who would you have above him? DeAndre Ayton, what's he good at? Yeah, the NBA doesn't care about defense. <laughs> NBA only cares about how many points you score. <laughs> yeah, that's true. They care about like they care about like the main three. They care about yeah. points, rebounds, and assists. See, that's what I like about baseball. In baseball, you have people caring about your freaking A B C D E F G plus and everything like that. Exactly. Like you go to baseball so Derrick Rose. Like I I can go to a website and do a freaking race of Albert Pujols versus Mookie Betts if I wanted to. <laughs> I think we all know who wins. Yeah, Albert Pujols. <laughs> but yeah, okay. And also, speaking of Clay Thompson, I talked about him some. Clay Thompson should be making his comeback on. This is being filmed on Saturday night. He should be making his comeback tomorrow on Sunday. What do you guys expect from Clay Thompson? Nothing. Uh, I expect him oh, to hit his Q three pointers. Going to be here. No. In the G League, when he played, he dropped forty. Okay, he I, I still don't expect a lot. much. They don't want to kill him. Twenty. I expect like twenty-ish points. Dang. Little, maybe more. So you think he's gonna come back and drop twenty? Yeah. I think. I don't know. I think they're gonna take it. I think they're gonna take it slow with him, but just because like he's like just he's I, I get it. he's like spent a lot of time, and I'm glad that he's back. Like mm-hmm. he's such he's such a big name for the NBA, and he's been gone, and I'm glad that he's back. Yeah. But I don't expect much out of his debut. Like I really don't. I think personally, I think he'll like be a good teammate. He'll get a few assists. I like maybe five or six assists. Yeah. And then. We'll see what happens. I can't. I can't wait to see it though, especially since it's against the Cavaliers. Mm-hmm. Like that just makes it even better. Like because that's the team where he freaking. Oh wait, no, he did it against what the Raptors, I think. Yeah, I the Raptors. The Raptors. Uh, I still don't care. He played the Cavs in the playoffs at the finals a lot, so yeah. that's why I said that. It should be fun. I. I expect a lot from him, but as a Suns fan, uh, I am not happy. I do like this. The Suns are fun to watch. I like um, Book. I love Book. Yeah. I love the big three, bro. Devin Booker, Chris Paul, and DeAndre. I got Bridges is pretty good, too. Yeah. Well, I think the issue is with that team will be Chris Paul can't win a championship. Oh, yeah. No, this is... But, like, it's, this, like... Is, this is... It's very the year that the Suns are to win the finals. It is this year. I agree. They are coming back after a heartbreaking year, loss. It was last year. They are coming off after a heartbreaking loss last year. Yep. And they want that. They they are grabbing last year by the balls. And they're like, I, we need to do this. We need to win this year. And they are doing that. I mean, with a record of 29 and 15 mm-hmm. so far to start the season. That is spectacular. And I get it. Like, they're... I don't know. Hold on. Let me check before I, like... So they are... They are, first? they are first. They are second. No, first. Yeah, they're first in the West. In the Western Conference. And I mean, like, seeing the Pacific rivalry 
against the Suns and the Warriors is going to be fun. Yep. And I, I just, I, I hope the Suns win. But even though, like, I'm a Lakers fan, the Lakers are really disappointing this year. Even though LeBron is not disappointing at all, he's like playing like he's freaking ten. Yeah. Um. I don't know. The Lakers just suck. Getting Russell Westbrook was a huge mistake. Yeah, and also. This is kind of new news. This came out a few hours ago, but DeMarcus Cousins is joining the Denver Nuggets and will be teaming up with Nikola Jokic. What's oh, your thoughts on Boogie? Yeah, what's your thoughts on... new news? It came out about three hours ago. What's your thoughts on Boogie going to the Nuggets? I don't know. I like uh, him for the Bucks. Hmm. I like him in the video. <laughs> oh, yeah, the video. Oh, yeah, bro. <laughs> Where he told the security <laughs> guard. Yeah. Yeah. Man, yeah. come the hell oh. down, bro. Yeah. See that? Bro, he was freaking out. Exactly. Oh, that was pretty funny. Yeah. But I, yeah. I, I I love. So Demarcus Cousins, I'm glad that he's getting more opportunities. Like, I get it. He signed with the Bucks. It didn't last for long. Yeah. But now with this 10-day contract that is just coming out right now, or the oh, three hours ago, I think. I mean, he, I think he might be able to fit into the Nuggets system. Mm-hmm. Like, it genuinely Maybe. might be able to fit in. But then again, he's a center. Bobo's their backup center. That could, they have, I feel like they have too many centers. He can play, he can put in the power forward position. I don't, yeah, I don't think he's athletic enough for power forward. Well, I don't think so. Yeah, but then again, like, what if, but then again, they can't, like, really put Bobo at power, so they're gonna have to put Demarcus at power. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, then again, he's only gonna be on the Nuggets for ten days. Bro, okay, let me let me say why I love ten day contracts. Let me explain why I love ten day contracts, bro. They're so funny, bro. If you watch someone who's on a ten day contract, they they play like their life depends on it, and it's hilarious, bro. Well, because they do. Yeah, yeah, their their life depends on it, and it's hilarious. It's hilarious to watch. Okay, that's good to know that. On top of the Suns. I, I don't think they're going to win playoffs. Yeah. You know, yes, I love the Suns. I'm a Suns fan, but if Clay Thompson wasn't returning this season, I would have my money on the Suns all the way. But now that Clay's returning, I think that he's actually going to do good. And well, I really going to lose that in the conference finals. Uh, yeah, I hope he gets injured again. But I hope the whole Warriors team gets injured. But that's the thing, all right? They got about it. Wait, what? No, I hope he doesn't get injured again. Don't, like, see if he's No, injured. I hope he gets injured. <laughs> well, no, you're just, just they have you're Curry, just weird, they have bro. Clay, they have Andrew Wiggins, Draymond, and who's their st- is James Wiseman their starting center? Yes, Wiseman. So. Yeah. All right, and then you have Jordan Poole at the backup. All right. Yeah, Poole's but good though. Their team is overpowered, but one reason I that I don't think Jay Crowder, I don't think he wants it enough, bro. I've seen him play; he can ball out, bro. But when I watched the playoffs last time, I don't know. Something about him wasn't right, bro. He didn't, he didn't seem like he wanted to, to win, bro. Yeah. I feel like Jay Crowder's going to fuck it up. I feel like he's going to fuck it up. <laughs> and then, hold up. One, two more pieces of news this is about the NFL. So, J.J. Watt and Derrick Henry are both, sh- uh, both should be returning for the playoffs. Does that... Okay, well, Derrick Henry returns. 
returning is huge news for the Titans because yeah, Derrick Henry is like literally the best running back in the entire league. Dude, he's, he's unstoppable. He's on my fantasy football team, and he's the only reason why I won games. I literally love him. <laughs> yeah, um, Derrick Henry is something else. But JJ Watt coming back, that's huge for the Cardinals' defense. And it, and if they do clinch the division tomorrow, um, it could it could really play out because I mean we don't know what the exact matchups are as but if we're looking at it, if they win the game against the Seahawks tomorrow and the Rams lose, they will get bumped up to... Well, I really hope they win. I'm not going to make any guesses here, but, like, they're going to probably play someone like the Cowboys, maybe, or even the Eagles or whoever that yeah. final seed is going to be. Okay. Henry, I, really I just, is, I just can't wait, bro. Henry is yeah. a total beast. His only... His only like downside and his only weakness is he doesn't catch that much. And if he caught more, he would be a complete unstoppable monster. But this is huge news. Absolutely huge. Especially if they go to the playoffs. They totally need him. Yeah. And finally yeah, I agree. this is gonna be a segment. I don't know what to call it yet, but I'm just gonna be trying to find a funny sports quote of the week. And here it is. Okay. So Ooh. a legendary or my, one of my favorite um um, talking heads on TV, um, Paul Feinbein. You guys know who that is on SEC Network? Nope. Um, no. Okay, so he, he, just... he, he just does SEC Network stuff. He called Baker Mayfield a punk and said that he's a poor man's Johnny Manziel. <laughs> What's your thoughts on well, Baker, Baker Mayfield? Mayfield? Baker Mayfield, he's this weed. He's like, I don't know. I feel like he's just failing under Brown's management Mm -hmm. because we've seen him play at Oklahoma and he didn't do bad at all. Yeah. And I don't know. Baker Mayfield's a good quarterback and we all know this. It's just, I don't know, the Browns management, they've had gone through so many head coaches and I feel like with all those coaching changes, it's hard for him to adjust. Like, I mean, they have Kevin Stefanski this year. They had Freddie Kitchens a few years ago. I mean, they've just been having so many head coaches. Yeah. And it's hard to get a good groove going when you just keep on switching head coaches. And, mm-hmm. like, now they're not facing the blame on the head coach for the Brown season this year. They're taking the blame to, to Baker. Baker Mayfield. Yeah. See, and I don't know if this is the right move or not. I have no clue. But what I think should happen is they should just readjust, maybe add some new offensive pieces for Baker to work with, and then maybe they have a shot yeah. in the future. So you disagree with the statement that he's a poor man's Johnny Manziel? No. Yeah. Well, he's no near Johnny Manziel. Johnny Manziel was a complete flop. Johnny Manziel was literally, he was, everyone was riding his back, but when he got drafted, I mean, he was probably one of the most famous people to ever play football at the time from college from Texas A&M specifically but then you got Baker Mayfield and Baker Mayfield where the frick is he I'm trying to find him right now on freaking NFL but they don't that I guess he's not on the current roster that's a little bit weird yeah he's um, uh, injured that's about but so Baker Mayfield he got drafted with the first round pick in 2018 And he was not expected to go number one. I mean, it was just a complete toss-up as to who the number one pick would be. But they chose him. Yeah. And 
they put him into a bad situation where you had a bad coach. Hugh Williams first year fired him. Then you've got Freddie Kitchens, and they're like, I don't like this guy either, so they fired him after one year, which I think was a complete mistake. I don't think Freddie Kitchens was that bad of a coach. Um, and then they hired Kevin Stefanski, and yeah, he's not a good coach, but like he needs to get adjusted with him. Yeah. Well, I think the main issue with I mean, the main issue with Johnny Manziel was the kid was talented, but the stuff he did off the field was just stupid. Yeah, he was partying. Off the field. Yep, he had a lot of off the field. He had maturity issues, to put it lightly. I mean, he always did throughout college. You could find numerous examples of him having maturity issues. Mm-hmm. Baker, the issue with Baker is he has such a big ego for the way he plays. Like, he has all the commercials going and everything like that. I don't think I think people don't like that about Baker. They don't like how he has all the commercials. People want... No, I don't like that about Baker Mayfield either. Yeah, like, he has all these commercials. He, I mean, he's really he's really financially smart for doing that, though, for taking yeah. up all these commercials just, like, as a backup plan. I mean, he's made I, he's made so much money off of those ads yeah. that he is financially secured for the rest of the country. But now it just makes him look so bad. <laughs> Because I mean, it does. He has, he has 17 touchdowns on the year compared to his 13 interceptions. Yeah. I don't. I. It's just not working. I don't know what's not working. I don't know if it's him not working, mm-hmm. the coach not working, the play's not working. Something is not working for him yeah. specifically in the role that he's in right now. But whatever it is, they need to fix it. Well, I think also the part of the issue is it's like people are looking at Joe Burrow. Joe Burrow had a 4,600 yard season, 34 touchdowns to 14 interceptions. People are looking at Joe Burrow and being like, this is what we wanted out of Baker Mayfield. This is what we wanted Baker to be. And now they're comparing the two. They're like, so... But here's the thing. Joe Burrow did so much better in college compared to Baker Mayfield. Did he, though? Baker... I think that expectations were higher. Yeah, I I agree. He also has that. I mean, with Jamar Chase and then T. Higgins and freaking... Burrow had way better... Yeah, I, and like I think the Browns only have like Jarvis Landry. Yeah, but see, my issue with this whole like the whole thing where it's like, oh, he has better re- receivers and stuff. It's the fact that if you're looking at um, what's his face, Tom Brady, who who is Tom Brady throwing to in New England? Julian Edelman, Amendola, and Gronk. No hate to Amendola or Edelman, they are not good NFL wide receivers. Julian Edelman was never a All-Pro, never a Pro Bowler. Amendola, I'm pretty sure Amendola never went to a, right? Yeah, Amendola never made the Pro Bowl, never went to um, All-Pro. It's not always the receiver. A good quarterback can make a decent receiver look like a superstar. Yeah. You don't want to use them more, giving um, 
Mayfield less of a chance to actually prove himself? Mm -hmm. Well, again, I don't know. I think Baker, He, in, in all honesty, my NFL comparison to Baker Mayfield is Andy Dalton. He plays just like Andy Dalton would play. And you can, I mean, of course, Andy Dalton had A.J. Green and stuff, but just the way that those two, they just remind me, like he's a decent quarterback who will never win anything important. That's the way I look at him. Which, that's no hate to him. I mean, that's just the situation he's in. Same thing happened to Tim Couch. I mean, Tim Couch got drafted to maybe one of the worst teams of all time in the Browns back then, and he wasn't able to do anything. The only reason I'm going to disagree with the previous statement or this quote by this guy is that uh, from, the, from looking as we have the situation right now, it looks like Mayfield still has his job secured for the time being. For the foreseeable future, whether yeah. or not he proceeds to be good in that position or not, it still looks like he has a job. So that's why I would say I disagree with you. You disagree with the statement that he's a poor man's Johnny Manziel? <laughs> yeah. yeah, I really If do. anything, he's, he's, a, a, he's a rich he's man's Johnny Manziel. Manziel. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, that's better true. than Johnny Manziel, and I think like that completely disrespected Baker Mayfield on a whole nother level. Yeah, I. I can see that for sure. But I don't know. The whole thing with just like Baker Mayfield and just like his ego and stuff, that's what makes me not like him. Of course, I'm also a Bengals fan, so I'm not going to like the Browns either way. But the way he just <laughs> presents himself, it's just awful. Like, I don't know. You have like all these commercials and stuff, and if you're on commercials, you usually are a decent player, but he can't back up all his commercials. You know what I mean? That's like, that's my yeah. issue. I think he just kind of got himself too, like he got himself too confident early on, and now it's kind of showing. That's what happens when you get drafted number one. Yeah. Hopefully that... I mean, it's just when, when you're in that spot and you think you're on top of the world, and then everything just falls flat. Yeah. Hopefully that doesn't happen with Burrow. I don't think it will. I think Burrow's going to be fine. I think it's, I think it's kind of happening with Trevor Lawrence right now. Yeah, well, Trevor He's Lawrence, no I hate. I mean, he does have one of the worst coaches in the league in Urban yeah. Meyer, or he did. I mean, Urban Meyer, the dude has James Robinson, maybe the only good player on the Jags, James Robinson. As of now. And he refused to play him. <laughs> I don't know. I, 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 Urban Meyer should have just stopped at Ohio State. He's not he's I not agree. for the NFL. He's, he's a college coach. There's a whole different level from college football and NFL. Because yeah. college football, you got to focus on recruiting and all that other things. NFL, you don't have to do that. You just hire people to do it for you. Yep. And also, it's Baker like, Mayf what, keep Baker on going. Baker Mayfield was drafted in 2018 as the first overall pick. Yep. Saquon Barkley was drafted number two. And Lamar Jackson was drafted number 32. Yeah. And Lamar Jackson Jackson's better. <laughs> yeah, there's Lamar Jackson might be the best. Josh Allen is number seven. Josh Allen yeah. is definitely okay, maybe seven. better. Josh Allen might be better than Lamar Jackson. I don't know. Calvin Ridley, 26. Like, there was way better options. Yeah, than Baker. But they, there was no way that the, the, the uh, Cleveland could have seen what was going to happen. But I'm just throwing that yeah. out Well, the, yeah. Um, the issue with, like, Baker is, like, he came into the NFL with, like, high expectations. Everybody tried to hype him up and stuff. Again, 2018, that was a pretty good draft class. I'm mean, just looking through. I mean, you had 
crappy job. You had Vita Vea. And a Lamb Jack, of course. Nick Chubb. Minka Fitzpatrick. Yeah. Kevin James. I mean, it's a, Mark Andrews. It's a really good year. Portland yeah. Sutton, too. DJ Chark. I mean, it, the names just keep on going. Exactly. On and really. Let's see. What are Orlando Brown's another good one? Quentin Nelson from the. Yeah, Darius Leonard from the Colts. Fred Warner. Fred Warner, too. Yeah. Like, you have all these um, studs, ooh, and then so you good. just have Baker. <laughs> Baker's it's just there. Yeah. Definitely a disappointment, but uh, mm -hmm. once again, I disagree with the original pick. Yeah. Uh, I think, yeah. I mean, it just, it makes, it doesn't make sense, because I think Baker Mayfield's, like, actually smart and doesn't, like, do drugs and party like Johnny Manziel did. Yeah, I agree. And yeah. also... Manziel, Manziel did drugs, no, and then Mayfield went out and did commercials marketing himself to be a more successful player, so that's why you have to take into consideration both of them took their careers in different separate, different directions despite them not being the most talented people on the field. Yeah. So technically see that there's a difference in the level of thought process that went through Mayfield and Manziel. Yeah. 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 I agree with you there. Because mm. you look at the controversies and they're like, keeping this going but like look at the controversies manzel's been arrested so many times yeah so many times i mean it's like i, I you can't keep it on one hand mm. I, and he's been he, he's just he's not the best guy you would want to build a team around with all this controversy but, yeah you know. i mean really how are you talking about manzel or Baker. I assume you're talking about Menzel. Menzel yeah. yeah. Well, I mean, he just, I don't know. He kind of has the same issue as, um, what's his face? Antonio Brown. He just can't get out of the spotlight. I mean, the yeah. dude, anytime he would have any somewhat success, something would come out about him. He would do something exactly. stupid. Like, he actually, like, had a good spot in the XFL, I think it was, or, like, the AAF. I completely forgot. It was the AAF. He got a good spot in the AAF, and then they just shut down. Uh, I yep, don't know. I remember that. That was kind of funny. That thought that was funny. Everyone was like hyping it up, and like, I actually low key watched one of the AAF games that Johnny Manziel was playing in because I'm like, well, I want to watch Johnny Manziel play. Mm -hmm. And then, I mean, and then I just got su shut down out of nowhere. Yep, I mean, it happens. I remember that, though. Yep. Now I remember the, um, what's it called? When the COVID happened, and like, the NCAA tournament XFL. and all that stuff got shut down. Uh, yeah. You know what was funny? So, like, when everything canceled, I told my mom, well, at least there's still the XFL this weekend. And then the next minute, I got a notification on my phone saying that XFL was suspending operations. Yeah. Well, they're coming back next year, I think. I, yeah, I think so. That's going to be Dwayne fun. Johnson. Dwayne Johnson's going to kick. I can't wait. Because I think Dwayne Johnson, like, Dwayne, like, all they said with Dwayne Johnson, he's actually a very smart man. Yeah. He's, like, when it comes to, he's done a great job marketing himself over the past few years, and, like, he's like, you know what, I think buying the XFL is a good idea, and I think it is a good idea. Yeah. For spring football to happen, because I love football, I love watching football, and I think it would just be fun to see what Dwayne Johnson does, because it's something new for him. And I can't wait to see what happens when once the league starts up. And I think it starts up next year from, like, now. Yeah. So, like, by this time next year, we will be talking about XFL, which is very exciting. Mm -hmm. Also, one other thing I just want to yeah, mention. January 2023 is when it started. 
in baseball, the Cardinals have gone ahead and started selling spring training tickets. So take that as you will. It's, uh, it's not going anywhere. But I, I, I doubt this is going to happen. I, I just don't think so. Bob Manfred keeps heading. Yeah. Well, also, I was looking over the list of, like, the things that, like, the issue with the whole, um, lockdown and stuff, and it just seems like stupid reasons. <laughs> like, I know, like, the message that they put out. Oh, that was dumb. Let me just blame it on everyone but myself. Exactly. They were like, it's all the players' fault, not mine, yeah. blame the players. That's basically all he said. And it's like, no, you have to take some responsibility for it. <laughs> Like, you can't just say it's everybody else's fault but myself. That's not how baseball yeah, right? works. Like, it it's takes... It's not how it works, and it's not how it will ever work. Yep, I 100% agree. And with that, that will conclude the inaugural episode of the Left or Right, Left or right Sports Podcast. Thank you for tuning in, and until next week, see ya!